It's Tuesday, October 16th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we are joined again by counselor extraordinaire Angela Maines and Angela does such a fantastic job, not only counseling with post-adopted families and children who have been through the adoption process and are having some post-adoption struggles, but she also helps leads our team of counselors, helping them with best practice. One of the things that we just even experienced a month ago is Angela and her wisdom and her work brought in some additional CEUs and counseling and training, not only for our staff, but for the greater central Alabama area as we had other counselors coming in just to continue to increase our knowledge on how to help these children and how to help these families in post-adoption situations. And so really, Angela, I know one of the things we want to talk about today is the difference between post-adoption support and post-adoption counseling and really helping families to gauge when do I know that either my wife and I or my child needs post-adoption counseling. And, And I know even before I say that, that you're going to say, if my child needs post-adoption counseling, then I'm going to need post-adoption counseling and vice versa. So first, let's just talk about uh, what what really is necessary to have counseling versus just post-adoption support. Yeah, well, there's, you know, that's a really good question. And it's one a lot of people struggle through because the reality is there's a lot of hard adjustment periods that come from adoption in general. And so we're here to help with all those common issues that arise. And so I would say always call your post-adoption worker because they are trying to help you assess your need and what you need in the moment. Um, but a lot of our post-adoption team, they're fantastic. And hopefully your, your post-adoption worker is probably hopefully the same person that worked with you through the process. It may not be a new person, um, but they really go a long way to help with coaching and mentoring and providing a lot of practical resources and really more of like a solutions-focused approach. So they hear what you have to say, and they can help you um, just check in. Like, is this a normal struggle? Is it time to, to pursue more? Or is this something that counseling might be helpful for? And so they're really great with that. It's also meant to be short-term. Um, that doesn't mean like you can only call your post worker in the first six months after being home, but your interactions with them. I mean, we have families contact us 15, 16, 20 years after they've adopted, and we're happy to provide that support. Um, but their support would be more short term because if it's not something that they can help you come to some resolution with a little bit of either prayer, encouragement, discipleship, um, practical resources, then part of what their role is to get you into something that's a little bit more long term that can help you go a little deeper. Yeah, and I know if we're just being honest, a lot of families, when they think of counseling, and even when we use those terms, I need support and I need counseling. Unfortunately, in our vernacular, we think of support as something positive and we think of counseling as something negative. Uh, But really, uh, we all need help. And counseling is not a bad word. Actually, it's it's a work that's saying we're being productive to working towards something and to building something. And so talk about maybe just for a moment how how we can help families know when counseling is something that they need and that it's not a bad word. It's not like, well, we're just so broken. We've got to go to counseling. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
the reality is we live in a broken world. And what I hope people will realize is because you're coming to counseling, that doesn't mean you are broken. It doesn't mean your family's broken. It means you live in a broken and fallen world where a lot of people need help and support. And I'm grateful that God equips us to walk through a lot of really hard things with people to help them alleviate a lot of the pain that they're feeling and come to a place of flourishing and not just surviving. And so many of our families exist for so long in a place of survival. And I often wish like they would have come earlier because maybe we could have saved them a lot of that heartache and got them to a place with less effort. But we're here no matter where you are in the process. Please give us a call. But, um, you know, the reality is that adoption triggers a lot in our parents. Um, as you guys are engaging in this and adopting children, again, none of us had perfect parents. None of us were parented perfectly. And so even if you've done a really um, a lot of work, sometimes new things are triggered as these kids enter the home. So we are here to help with that personal history. And so a lot of times what we hope parents hear is one, you are no more responsible for your history and the way that you were raised than your child is and the way that they respond out of their brokenness. And so we're not here to judge or blame um, or criticize your parenting. We're here to help you figure out if something's not working, let's find something that will. And let's help you heal so that your child no longer has the power to trigger you in the ways that they have before. Um, it's, it's an opportunity for you to have somebody. So many of our parents feel so alone in this journey. And hopefully you feel like your counselor and even your post-adoption worker is somebody that you can talk to and be completely honest with, who can get where you're coming from at a deeper level than a friend would. Um, and again, w with counseling, the goal is to, to really do some of that deeper work and to dive a little deeper into what's driving your responses and what's also driving your child's responses. So we do start with the parents a lot to help them feel a lot more secure and affirmed in their parenting style so that when we pull the child in, they feel more equipped to handle what the child's giving them. And sometimes we can help parents get to a place where they can be the ones doing a lot of this work with their child. It just depends on the situation and the case. And I know I, I like to think of our counseling. It's it's like we're driving, right? And we have to have our mirrors to check out our blind spots. That's right. And in a lot of times, adoption, you know, the automobile of adoption comes mm -hmm. without mirrors and without anything because every adoption experience is a new yeah. experience. So if you've been a parent before and you adopt, yeah you're going to experience new things. If you've adopted before and brought kids in, every child is unique and different. So you're always being presented with blind spots. And really, our counseling department is bringing on, and the counselor is bringing on those mirrors and fixing them to your car so that you can be able to check your blind spots. Doesn't mean that you're going to do perfectly checking your blind spots. Or you're going to see everything, but it's helping you get better perspective of what's going on. And so I think if families wouldn't look at counseling as, oh, I'm so ashamed to have to do this, but it's something to say, wow, I've got believers that are willing to come alongside of me to help me go through an experience I've never gone through before. You know, we wouldn't pick up an instrument and just think we could play it the first day. Uh, you know, of course, now with the advantage of the internet, people are going and watching videos, but we get a coach, we get a counselor that's going to come alongside of us and do that. So, Talk a little bit about what services that we are providing for families. So let's say a family needs counseling. What are some of those, those counseling services that are provided? Absolutely. Um, well, again, we, we do individual 
we do couple, we do marital, um, and we do family. And, and really everything we do is family based. So that can look a lot of different ways. It might look like somebody coming in individually, or it might look like a couple coming in for a while. Um, and it might look like family, everybody in, or parents and child are in. So there's a lot of different ways we approach it, but we try to see the family as the client because what we know is that one part of the family impacts other parts of the family. Nobody exists in isolation. So if something's not going out right in one aspect of the family, um, then we've got to bring in all parts in order to help that dynamic change. There's also, we've got several different models of therapy modalities that we use. We use TheraPlay, which is a type of play therapy. Um, we're also trained in a variety of different play therapy approaches. So if TheraPlay is not the right approach, we have other tools in our tool, tool belt. Um, some of us are trained in EMDRs, which is another trauma-based therapy. Um, we've got training that Kirby just mentioned recently in DDP, which is Mouthful, but it's called dyadic developmental psychotherapy. And again, it's just a really great tool for us to help you guys um, connect with children and deepen the narratives to explore some of those deeper traumas and deeper wounds in another way. Um, so we've got a lot of different tools in our tool belt, several other things. We are TBRI informed. We, we try to approach things from that direction as we're helping coach parents. And we know that a lot of families aren't necessarily in the Birmingham area. Um, so we do have a therapist in Huntsville, Alabama, and one in Athens, Georgia. But we're also available to do some intensive work. So for families outside of our local service area where we can't necessarily see you on a weekly basis, um, we can set up something where we could either come to you or you can come here. And we've got to investigate that a little bit. So call Express Interest because we've got to clear things with different state boards to do that. Um, but that would be a week of intensive therapy with your family to kind of help you guys get over the hump to another, a better place. It's not going to fix everything in a week, but it would get you a nice jump start when things are really not going well and when you don't have access to local resources. Yeah, and I think another thing that our team is always willing to do is to give you a consultation mm -hmm. to help you know either who in your area could help you and or to help those that are in your area get a jump start on, on, on these issues because we know that adoption brings with it attachment issues. We know that it brings some specialized support. And that's one of the reasons that I love when, when you first came and said we need to do TheraPlay is the whole idea of TheraPlay is to enable and empower parents to draw these things out of their children. And it's, it's just very sensitive towards those attachment issues. So, um, I guess, you know, even as, as, as we are going forward and, and, and really want to encourage folks, how will they get in touch with your team and kind of say, okay, I want either one of these intenses or I want to schedule a time to come in for a session? Absolutely. You can call Lifeline's main number, um, 205-967-0811. And the, the ladies that answer the phone will be happy to connect you with either myself or likely Ashley Yeager. She's another one here in the Birmingham office. And we will we'll begin to explore that possibility with you. And then I guess just as we as we kind of shifting, we close, what what are some of those even triggers that maybe I don't know yet if I need post-adoption support or mm -hmm. counseling, but what are triggers that if these things are happening into my family, I need to go ahead and pick up the phone and call just to make sure that I'm getting someone to help? Absolutely. It's a great question. 
So you might feel like maybe you're just at a standstill with your child, like you've been progressing, but all of a sudden things have kind of stalled out and they're not improving as much as you would hope. That's a fine reason to call. Um, maybe you're experiencing some problem or situation and it's persisting, let's say, more than six months. You're welcome to call before then, too. I'm always a fan of people calling earlier rather than later, but that would be a sign like this is something that we've tried to figure out and fix on our own and it's not getting any better. Um, also, a lot of our kids have a lot of anxiety or OCD type behaviors. So maybe you notice a lot of anxiousness or I often have parents come and tell me, well, my child is too attached. So that's a type of attachment, but it's not a secure attachment. So that would be a clue like, hey, it's time to come in. Um, maybe you've got a child who's really attached to one parent but not the other, and it's really hard to transfer that attachment. That's, a, that's another great reason. A lot of our kids are really controlling. So when you're seeing a lot of those controlling tendencies and they're trying to kind of um, take control of the situation in a variety of ways, that's a sign to call. Um, it, a lot of our kids struggle with transitions from one place to the next. So if that's persisting again and it's not getting better, you've been home for a little while, that's a good reason to call. A lot of our kids maybe struggle to connect with peers. So there's another thing. Um, our kids struggle with self-regulation. So when you're seeing a lot of dysregulation on a regular basis, that's not getting better. And so I don't mean better like it's gone overnight, but if you're not noticing like your four-hour meltdowns or after a couple few weeks are now going to two-hour meltdowns, <laughs> then, then there's a good sign, a good reason to call. Depending on how early home you are, we may do more work with you as parents to help equip you um, before we bring the child in. And that's, that's, again, it's not an accusatory thing. That's just to equip you to be able to do the one because you're the one in the home with them most often. If as a parent, things that you're noticing inside yourself are a lot of thoughts of annoyance or frustration or irritation with your child, that's a sign to get some help. It's really common and it's okay and we're not here to judge that, but we want to help and support you in that. It's a really normal response. So call us and we would love to help you with that. Um, a lot of our parents might come home and think, you know what, we made a mistake. This child would do better in another family. Like if you start noticing those thoughts on repeat in your head, that's a great time to call. Um, if, you're, if you're feeling like, you know what, my bio kids can do that, but when I see my adopted child do that, same thing, it really irritates and annoys me. That, that little piece there, that's a great time to give us a call. And, and it's not uncommon for us to also see parents who are so frustrated and so tired and exhausted um, that they're, they're taking care of their child's needs. They're feeding them, they're sheltering them, but they really don't feel any connection or they, they feel very little compassion for the child. And that's a, that's a big sign that you need some help. So please call us again. We're here to, to help and to love on you not for you to feel judged. And we want to work through and walk through that with you. And I think a lot of it is just helping families also have understanding, right? Yes. So I think a lot of the times we have this is there's a lack of understanding. And it could be because of blind spots or because of hurt that we're bringing into the relationship. It could be because of blind spots or hurt that the child is bringing in that relationship. Right. doesn't mean that anyone on our team is going to be able to fix all your problems. And we're not yes. looking to go, hey, let's fix your problems. But we're looking to help bring understanding because yeah. understanding can bring healing and healing can bring hope, right. which then can can truly we can see both the families and the children start to come together. And it's been humbling to hear the families that have gone through 
the counseling or the post-adoption support that come back and say, hey, the tools that you put in my tool chest and the understanding that you helped me have brought me to a place where, you know, my child's getting in my lap for the first time. Or, you know, we're, we're starting to see an emotional connection that hasn't been there uh, in the past. And so just know that these feelings are common and that they are, uh, they are things that are brought on by a number of different stressors and don't be ashamed to make a call or feel like, well, I'm the only one. And I think that's probably the hardest thing too. It's, it's, well, I'm probably the only one. Or, well, what if I, what if I get a blacklist on my file and I can never adopt again? Again, we're not looking at support and counseling as something that's a slap on the hand, but as something that is a tool for us to continue to help your family because ultimately we want you to be in a position where you can disciple these children to show them the grace and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can't do that if we're not connecting with our children and if we're not seeking to bring understanding between our children. Well, Angela, thank you for what you guys do. And, and I know, too, one of the things to mention is that we are, uh, we are approved by several insurance uh, carriers as well. Uh, now, just because you have those insurance carriers doesn't mean you necessarily have counseling support. But if you have counseling support on your insurance, there's a good chance that that can cover most of the any services, not only at Lifeline, but through other counseling services as well. We hope that you will contact our team. You can always go to our website at lifelinechild.org to get more information on our counseling and post-adoption support services. You can also, uh, as well, call us, like Angela said, uh, at 205-967-0811. And then, two quarterly, we are doing a pre-adoption training and support called Rooted in Love. And we would be grateful and thankful uh, for you to be a part of that. And so we will also allow families to come to portions of that if they think that that would be helpful. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.